0: Welcome to Bowling Springs Baptist Church, where we learn and grow together in Christ. We now join
1: the church in worship.
2: my privilege to welcome you to Bowling Springs Baptist Church this morning for our morning worship. We're glad you're here. Want to take this opportunity, everybody take your bulletin and let's hear that tab pull off on the side. Wonderful. If you're a guest with us today, we invite you to fill this tab out and let us know some information about you you and drop it in the offering plate as that comes by. We'd love to be able to get to know you and allow you to get to know us. And then on the back side of that, this is for everyone. If you have a prayer request, prayer concern that you would like to share uh, with our church family or just with our church staff, please fill that out and drop that off in the offering plate. Um, Also, you can use this tab on either side as a care form, a care slip, there Also, some colored tabs should be in front of you Uh, also that are uh, our care forms. If you know of someone in our community that needs something from us, be it a phone call, be it a visit, be it prayer, be it a card, we'd love to be able to reach out to them and let them know that we care about them and love them. So if you would um, fill that out and drop it off in the offering plate, and that'll get to our care ministry, which meets on Wednesday, by the way. And that care team this week will do whatever request is put down on there. So um, please make sure that that gets to us so that we can continue that ministry to our community. While you got your bulletin in your hand, let's just look at some things that are going on this week. Please know that tonight we will uh, reconvene for our spiritual growth session. We will be in session three. Of our um, study with Dr. Webb, which has been great. If you've missed the first two, that's okay. We'll do. We'll, we'll catch you up to speed really quick. But would love for you to join us tonight at five o'clock in the Fellowship Hall. So please um, be here for that. The flowers here in the um, sanctuary are in memory of Miss Miriam Glenn, and those are very pretty. There is also an arrangement in the vestibule. If you'll look at it which um, came from Miss Betty Moore's graveside service yesterday. And um, we do ask that you continue to pray for those who are affected by that. I know many of you knew her and were uh, very much so impacted by her life. She passed away on Wednesday of this week. So just uh, remember her uh, friends and family too this week as they grieve. Flip over on the back side, you'll see opportunities um, for worship. Um, This week our midweek service But before we get to that I guess I do need to say I I failed to mention If you were involved in the cup of cold water ministry That will meet this afternoon at 4 o'clock Bob where are y'all going to meet at? You're going to meet in the care room, which is just off of the lighthouse room. So if you signed up to be a part of the Cup of Cold Water ministry, uh, we'll meet this afternoon at 4 o'clock for kind of an organizational meeting today. I see also that there's a special handbell practice uh, today as well, so make note of that. You will also um, see that there is a, another fundraiser that is um, being done this week for the Glenn family. That'll be Thursday evening. We have some tickets for that here at the office. So if you would like to get a ticket for that, Heidi, I'll put those on your desk. Um, they're actually on mine currently, but we'll get those to you if you want to come by and, and get a ticket for that. That'll be Thursday evening at the Masonic Lodge. want to tell you or remind you about next Sunday afternoon celebration dinner. It is covered dish. This will be to honor Miss Betsy. Miss Betsy's on vacation this week, but um, she will be back in time to celebrate for her years of service. I believe it's 25. Is that correct? Yes 25 years of service with our church so we'll have a covered dish meal for her on Sunday afternoon. so please uh, make arrangements to stay and eat with us on Sunday afternoon and bring a, a dish for everyone to share and we'll celebrate with her next Sunday afternoon. want to say to our adult our adult fellowship it actually has a name. We're going to present that to you on Saturday evening at our fellowship at 6:30 on Saturday evening in the picnic shelter. We're, we're going to propose that this group be called Fish. Friends in service to Him. So, if you are a um, a part of that group and are young and median adult. I'm just going to say any adult, but that's mainly our target range. Um, come and, and be a part of that fellowship, and we'll, we'll love to, to have you be uh, a part of that. I want to say a special word of thanks to uh, Heidi. She's worked hard this week. Betsy was out a good portion of the week. If you didn't hear, she did have to have another stint put in this week, so she was unable to work a few days this week, and Heidi got uh, thrown in the fire this week trying to do uh, the, the bulletin and uh, finish up the encounter, so we're appreciative of, of her work, and also many that came by to help her get that done this week. So be praying for Betsy this week. I'm sure she's pretty tired, but yet she is uh, trying to spend some time with her family down at Disney this week. So I uh, just pray that she continues to, to get some rest. Let's worship together this morning.
3: Take your bulletin, please, as we sing together, Here I Am to Worship. The song is about how we are thankful the Lord came down and lived among us and, and sacrificed for us. Here I am to worship. Let's stand, please.
2: How are y'all? You good? Yeah? You sure? Well, um, how many of you remember... You remember what I brought last week? You remember what I showed you last week? Do you remember what I showed you last week? Egg. An egg. What was so special about that egg? <coughs> it was empty. Yes. And we talked about how awesome the empty tomb was and is to celebrate. Well, I wore this tie today, and and I want you to see, on my tie, you see some pictures, don't you? You see pictures? You see this picture up here is Jesus eating with the disciples at what we call the Last Supper. And then what's this picture? What's he doing here, Grady? Can you tell what he's doing there? he's praying. That's correct. He was in the garden at Gethsemane and he's praying. And then you see him carrying his cross. And then you see him on the cross. And then this picture here and this is what we talked about last week. What was what is this? The tomb, the empty tomb. And some would think that this is just a repeating pattern. You see because we come back to the supper, don't we? Well, the cool thing that that I love about Jesus is that the story of Jesus does not end with the empty tomb and Jesus gone. What happens after the empty tomb? Does Jesus just go to heaven? No. The story that we find at the end of Luke which begins on the same day as the ladies find the empty tomb. It's a story of what's called the road to Emmaus. And there's these two guys walking down the road, and they're talking about all the events that had happened during the week. And this man comes and joins them on their journey. Well, Scripture tells us that that man is Jesus, but they don't know it. They don't know it. And they begin to talk to Jesus about all the things that they had seen. And then Jesus goes and talks to them about the Old Testament Scripture and how that this this man that they had seen die had, had to go through all that to fulfill prophecy. Well, these men are just like, wow, you know a lot. Well, then at the very end of this story, as they invite Jesus to come and eat with them, just like he ate with the disciples... If you look at this bottom picture, he eats with these people and they see who it is. Jesus reveals himself and shows himself to all kinds of people after he comes back to life. And that happens so that people will know that Jesus is who he says he is. And he did what he said he was going to do. Now, that's cool, because I believe that Jesus still hangs out with us today. He's still around us today. And I think he's like that every day, and we probably don't see it. Just like the men on the road to Emmaus, we miss it. So, I want you to think about this week, where is Jesus? Where can I see Jesus this week? And I believe that if we, ask Him to, if we ask God to show himself to us, he will. I believe that. I believe that. So I want you to think about asking God this week. Show me Jesus this week. And then I, I, I want to find out sometime. If you see Jesus this week, have your mom or daddy call me. <laughs> because I, I, I think it can happen. As a matter of fact, I know it can happen. But then I think for all of us, we need to be asking the question, do we see Jesus? Because Jesus is around us all the time. We just got to be looking for him. Let's pray. God, we thank you that the story doesn't just stop at the empty tomb and we just jump up and down and celebrate, "Woohoo! the tomb's empty. But yet you walk with us through life every day. Help us to see you. And God, if possible, use us. To show yourself to others, and I believe that can happen too. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.
3: This is one that you'll need to, both your hymnal and your bulletin. We're going to sing hymn number 15, "Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing," but then we're adding a chorus to the end of it at the end of the second uh, stanza. And that is the one that's found in your bulletin. It's a little bit confusing. It's, it's the words that come after the word. that says chorus. Come thou fount, come thou king, come thou precious prince of peace. So follow along in your bulletin and your uh, hymnal both and I'll try to guide you as we go. Let's stand as we sing, please. <laughs> I need to sing the melody.
0: Bow together. Father, we're thankful for this beautiful spring morning. We're thankful for the great event that we could celebrate a week ago, that Christ is alive in our hearts, Christ is alive in the world. Father, help us to realize as we think about the scripture this morning about the importance of. Of little things, things that are within our grasp to do, things we can do for others in this community if we will just see them and see the need. Help us to realize that nothing is beneath us. Lord, I think it was that Jesus saw everything. He saw the little children. He saw the older people. He was attuned to the little things that he could do to help others. Father, those opportunities are all around us every day. And things put into your hands and blessed by your spirit, the little things can become big things. The little things can change lives. Help us to be faithful, not only in the big affairs of life, but in the little affairs of life, the little deeds of kindness and goodness that we can do for people all around us. Bless this service, these things we ask in thy name. Amen.
3: Our next hymn is 495, is Serve the Lord with Gladness. Whether we are doing something big in his name or something as simple as just watching the nursery, we can serve the Lord. 495. Let's stand as we sing, please. (laughs)
4: we pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day where we can sing of gladness to you for all that you have done. Our Father, in these next few moments of offertory, we pray, O Lord, that they somehow would be transformed into significant moments of worship. You are the great giver, O Lord. You breathed creation into mankind's life. You Spoke and creation occurred. You fellowshiped with us and you provided for us grace that we could not merit on our own. Our Father, we come to you in these moments with gratitude for all the things that you have given, both that we recall and those things that perhaps we have forgotten. We also come to you, O Lord, knowing that in this group and in our hearts there are hurts there are moments of questioning there are doubts there are portions of life that need renewal that need strength for being the kind of follower you would call us to be god is during this offertory moment as the plates are passed as they touch our hands may it not be done mechanically But, Father, may we acknowledge that all that we have comes from Thee and that we not only this day but each day of the week should give back to You and to Your beloved world the time, the talent, the financial resources, the encouragement, and the good news that Jesus Christ lives. Keep us, O Lord, in Your Spirit. Keep us, O Lord, in community. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: Lord and behold him as you stand as I read our scripture. Our scripture is taken from Mark 941For truly I tell you whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. may God bless the hearing of our his word. And the hearing of his spoken word, thank you. We have a ministry in this church called the cup of cold water we're having a meeting this afternoon at four o'clock to organize things and to continue that work and it just so happened uh, before i knew about this meeting uh, i do my sermons out about a month in advance and i had this message that i was going to share and it just so plopped right down in on this sunday Bob, (laughs) so this is right down the line of what we're talking about. Doing little things for people, little things that can become big things that uh, when we put them in the hands of the Holy Spirit and of Jesus Christ, the little thing can become a big thing. The scripture that Diane read... Whoever gives a cup of cold water. What a simple thing to do. Gee, anybody can do that. Give a cup of cold water. Such a small thing to do. Such a simple thing to do. A cup of cold water. Take in the groceries for someone. Give someone a ride to an appointment. Send a thank you note for someone who's never gotten one to make that phone call, that visit, that prayer, a word of encouragement, an invitation to church, little things, little things to go through each day and be able to see people, see opportunities, see needs, to be sensitive, to be able to be attuned, to have our antenna up so that when we see the opportunities to do the little things, we do them. Seeing ways you can help people in little ways. We have these opportunities all around us every day. But sometimes because we see something all the time, we end up not seeing it at all story is told of a criminal who had escaped from a jail and all the people were looking for him In the police. He disguised himself as a postman. Somehow got him a little uniform and a bag and, and evaded capture because everyone was so used to seeing a postman that they didn't see him at all. Many times... Many times we're not asked to do great things for others beyond our power. We're asked to do the simple things that any person can do. I think it's true that Christianity can be spiritualized out of real touch with common need. We can sometimes be thinking so much of the big thing, the ethereal thing, the spiritual thing, that the world goes by beneath us with people that have small needs, the little things that communicate that we care about them, that we are able to do, but we fail to do. The common thing, the little thing, and we get out of touch with common need. The story is told in Africa at the mission school The little girls were having their Bible study time, and it happened to be the scripture that we had for today. Anyone who gives a cup of cold water, do the simple thing, the easy thing, the thing that's within your reach. And they listened, the little girls did. And then it came time for the rest time, and it was a hot day, and they went out, and they were supposed to sit under the shade of the trees. And about the time they had their little break, here came a a long line of about 20 men that were bearing heavy burdens, bears, bears, for a hunting party or something. And they were stopped to rest in this mission compound. And suddenly the little girls got excited. Well, we can actually do what the scripture says. What a novel thought. <laughs> and they rushed into the kitchen area and they knew where the well was and the water was. And they filled up their little bowls and they ran out and gave them to each one of these men that were very grateful cup of cold water and they ran excitedly to their teacher and said teacher teacher we did exactly what Jesus told us to do just now we gave a cup of cold water sometimes my friends we will not do the little thing because we think it's beneath us we want to do something great so it will reflect on us and the little thing the small thing We ignore. You know, when you were children, maybe you had this unfavorable picture of God as the celestial bookkeeper who was writing down all the misdeeds of children. God writing down little Johnny stuck bubble gum under his desk (laughs) at school. (laughs) Little so-and-so said a bad word to somebody. God, the celestial bookkeeper. Maybe that's a childlike view of God, my friends. Maybe the list that God is keeping is the slightest service of kindness and love that you do for people. Maybe that's the list that God is keeping. How can we go about doing good? Go through each day and see people and see how we can help in little ways. I think Jesus was that type. The Bible says he went about doing good. He went about doing things that might have been small, but were great in the eyes of his father. We have a new name for them now, don't we? Random Acts of Kindness. <laughs> and we could be filled with doing random acts of kindness, the cup of cold water. And of course, it's always good if the cup of cold water can be going along with the bread of life. If you have a chance to share a word about Jesus and why you have this motivation to do these things, that's always good. There are people all around us in this community, you know, I know, that don't darken the door of the church, but maybe they would begin to darken the door of the church if they saw within the people of the church more random acts of kindness. We're told in the New Testament that Barnabas sold his estate in Cyprus and gave it to the poor. There was no law passed that Christians ought to do this. It was just a thing to do. And that's what he did. His heart motivated him. I may have shared this with the congregation, I don't know, but I remember a memory from Poplar Springs when my mother died back in 1989. And for you who have lost loved ones, you know how hectic days like that are. You're filled with the family coming in and, and funeral arrangements and all kinds of things. And she died early that one day. And, and uh, I knew that people were coming over to my house to bring food. And I was appreciative of that. That was so kind. But as I drove toward my house, I thought, my goodness, I forgot to cut the grass. <laughs> I forgot to cut the grass and it's going to look bad and it wasn't a big thing but it was just kind of an irritation the grass is going to look terrible when people come over to my house so i drove down the driveway to my house on red road and i drove up there there was a member of my church cutting my grass i'll never forget that was that a hard thing to do no i remember his name Hugh Humphreys, cutting my grass. And sometimes when we do these things in Christ's name, my friends, he blesses it. He multiplies it. He uses it. The scripture says he will not lose his reward, he who does these kinds of things. And what is that reward? That reward is the joy of meeting the need of someone that can make a difference in their day. God is pleased with the least kindness that we can do. Back in my church in Charlotte, there was a young man that I was privileged to lead to Christ, and and he was happy in the church. And, then it came time for vacation. It was time for myself and Carol and the boys to get away. And when he got word that, that, that I was going, he came up to me kind of excited about it. And he said, listen, can I water your plants and feed your animals while you're gone? <laughs> I just want to do it for you because of what you've meant to me. And that gave him great joy to do that. That's a simple thing to do. It's not a big thing to do. The little things. The little things. Sometimes we got our mind on the big thing. And there's all kinds of things all around us that are within our ability to do. If we'll just do it. A number of years ago, I read a story that that perfectly illustrates the point I'm trying to make. And it's such a beautiful story. And I want the facts of it and the story of it and the words of it to stay in your heart. And for for them to stay in your heart, you need to listen. It's not long, but it's beautiful. And it tells the story of what I'm trying to say. You probably looked at your bulletin this morning. The Tale of the Three Trees. Where in the world is Jim going with this? He's starting to talk about trees now. He's totally lost his mind. (laughs) But I want to share that with you now. Once upon a mountaintop, three little trees stood and dreamed of what they wanted to become when they grew up. (laughs) The first tree looked up at the stars twinkling like diamonds above him. I want to hold treasure, he said. I want to be covered with gold and filled with precious stones. I will be one day the most beautiful treasure chest in the world. The second little tree looked out at the small stream trickling by on its way to the ocean. I want to be a strong sailing ship one day, he said. I want to travel mighty waters and carry powerful kings. I will be the strongest ship in the world. One day. The third little tree looked down in the valley below where busy men and women worked in the busy town. The third little tree said, I don't want to leave this mountaintop at all. I want to grow so tall that when people stop to look at me, they will raise their eyes to heaven and think of God. I will one day be the tallest tree in the world. Years passed, the rains came, the sun shone, and the little trees grew tall. One day, three woodcutters climbed the mountain. The first woodcutter looked at the first tree and said, This tree is beautiful. It is perfect for me. And with a swoop of his shining axe, the first tree fell. "'Now I will be made into a beautiful chest,' "'thought the first tree. "'I shall hold wonderful treasure one day.' "'The second woodcutter looked at the second tree and said, "'This tree is strong. "'It is perfect for me.' "'And with a swoop of his shining axe, "'the second tree fell. "'Now I shall sail mighty waters,' "'thought the second tree. "'I will be a strong ship fit for kings.' The third tree felt her heart sink when the last woodcutter looked at her. She stood straight and tall and pointed bravely to heaven, but the woodcutter never even looked up. Any kind of tree will be fine for me, he muttered, and with a swoop of his shining axe, the third tree fell. The first tree rejoiced when the woodcutter brought him to a carpenter shop, but the busy carpenter was not thinking about treasure chests. Instead, the work-worn hands fashioned the tree into a feed box for animals. The once beautiful tree Was not covered with gold or filled with treasure. He was coated with sawdust and filled with hay for hungry farm animals. The second tree smiled when the woodcutter took him to a shipyard, but no mighty sailing ships were being made that day. Instead, the once strong tree was hammered into a simple fishing boat, too small and too weak to sail an ocean or even a river. He was taken to a little lake. Every day, he brought in loads of dead, smelly fish. The third tree was confused when the woodcutter cut her into strong beams and left her in a lumbered yard. What happened, the once tall tree wondered. All I ever wanted to do was to stay on the mountaintop and point to God. Many, many days and nights passed The three trees nearly forgot their dreams. But one night, golden starlight poured over the first tree as a young woman placed her newborn baby in a feed box. I wish I had a cradle for him, her husband whispered. The mother squeezed his hand and smiled as the starlight shone on the smooth and sturdy wood. This manger is beautiful, she said. And suddenly, the first tree knew he was holding the greatest treasure in the world. One evening, a tired traveler and his friends crowded into an old fishing boat. The traveler fell asleep, and the old boat quietly sailed into the lake. Suddenly a thundering and thrashing storm arose. The little tree shuddered. He knew he did not have the strength to carry so many passengers safely through the wind and rain. But the tired man awakened. He stood up, stretched out his hands, and said, Peace be still. The storm stopped as quickly as it had begun. And suddenly the second tree knew he was carrying the king of heaven and earth. And one Friday morning, the third tree was startled when her beams were yanked out of a forgotten wood pile. She flinched as she was carried through an angry, jeering mob. She shuddered when the soldiers nailed a man's hands to her. She felt ugly and harsh and cruel. But on Sunday morning, when the sun rose and the earth trembled with joy beneath her, The third tree knew that God's love had changed everything. He made the first tree beautiful. He made the second tree strong. And every time people thought of the third tree, they would think of God. And that was better than being the tallest tree in the world. Let's bow together. Father, help us to know. When we do the little thing in your name, we have done the great thing. Help us never feel that we are too big to do the little thing. Help us to know that everything put into your hands is multiplied, just like the loaves and fish. Help us, Lord, to do these things, these little things, day by day, Help us to do them with a spirit that we have the privilege of doing these little things. Help us to know, Lord, that your grace can make everything big. As we extend our invitation, if there be any here that won't come to this church from another, or any that want to accept you as Lord and Savior, I stand ready to receive them down front. These things we ask in thy name. Amen.
3: Our invitation hymn is number 287, Take My Life and Lead Me, Lord. 287. Let's stand, please. (laughs) Take my life.
0: you serve him as you do his will day by day in the great things and the little things of life father we are so thankful that we have the privilege of doing all things for you be they great things or little things be they be they things that everyone notices or not many notice it does not matter we are being faithful lord to show kindness to all people And how our world needs that kind of kindness, how the world needs that kind of attention, how much in our world there is so much loneliness and need and hunger. Father, help us to know that when we are faithful in the small things of life, then those small things can become big things. Help us to be that kind of ministering congregation. These things we ask in thy name. Amen. the worship service at boiling springs baptist church located at 307 south main street in boiling springs north carolina come and worship with us at your next opportunity thank you for listening